Welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. I'm based in London, UK, and I've been working as a personal stylist for the last 13 years. On this podcast, I share the tips and tricks I have gathered along the way to help you to navigate all the vast choice in the shops and to get a wardrobe that is really, really authentic to you. Once you work out what really suits you, shopping and getting dressed and pulling together outfits becomes much, much easier. Join me weekly and some fabulous guests too as we try to navigate all the overwhelming choice in the shops. Your style is part of your identity so it makes sense to work out the clothes that really suit you and speak to you. This week's episode is all about what to have in your wardrobe for autumn, winter. These are the seven pieces that I think are going to make a huge difference to your wardrobe. Hello, hello. How are you all doing today? So this week I thought I'd do a bit of a practical podcast, some actual suggestions from the shops and some actual suggestions of what I think makes up a really hard-working and great autumn wardrobe. Before I go into that though, if you've been listening to my podcasts for a while, you'll know that I am not a fan or an advocate of the one-size-fits-all capsule wardrobe. What I mean by that is the magazine articles that you've been reading probably since you were you were a teenager, even if you're middle-aged like I am now, the articles that suggest we all need the same pieces. We all need a trench coat, we all need a white shirt, a Breton stripe top, yawn, yawn, yawn. I Some people do need that if you're a classic dresser, 100%, go for it. I've noticed that 2022 is even worse for all of this. It's like the year style forgot. And I was talking to Sally Smyre, who used to, she's a, a local stylist who came on my podcast last month, on the month, this month, sorry, on the monthly mashup. She used to be a fashion buyer and she had a really good point that because we're in lockdown during 2020 and um, 2021, a lot of that as well, that the buyers, the trendsetters, the trend forecasters, the fashion people, the fashion glitterati if you like didn't really they weren't able to read what we want from fashion in the shops so a lot of people have drawn back and retreated into a really safe small selection of clothing that actually does fit this one size fits all capsule wardrobe theory so if you look at instagram at the moment you will see i mean i i know you know you can follow many different influencers but there are there's a lot of the same. There's a lot of the same kinds of plain clothes. There's a lot of tailoring. Tailoring's definitely having a moment and people are loving the sort of wide, loose, tailored trousers. It doesn't mean that that's right for you. And this is why I talk a lot on this podcast about how it's so important to take some time to hone in on what is right for you. So if the trend at the moment is oversized tailoring, plain big oversized blazers, Breton stripe tops and trench coats and you're not inherently a classic dresser, it's not going to feel right on you. If you're dressing like everyone else, are you dressing to be safe, to fit in? If you are, 
that is a really, really human thing to do. We all want to fit in and it's why we have tribes at school. You know, some of us might become a goth or some of us might be a raver or some of us might be a bit more sensible. You know, it, it doesn't. we are influenced by so many different things in our lives. What our parents said to us when we got dressed, you're not going out dressed like that, where we grew up in the world. All these things have influences on us and they influence how we dress today. Unless you are truly authentically yourself and you're confident enough to be yourself and you and trust me when you get older you definitely become I feel a lot more authentically yourself which is a wonderful wonderful joyful thing but just to take some time to work out okay I'm seeing all these people wearing these classic clothes but I know it's not for me because I've taken some time to work out what is for me and if that means that you're more comfortable in a dress in a boho kind of look or you're more comfortable just in jeans with chunky boots, take some time to work that out. Go back and listen to my previous podcast where I talk you through how to do that. So from doing a wardrobe declutter, I've got lots of episodes on that. I've got episodes on creating a Pinterest board and how you need to do that. Looking at your decor in your house, that's another really good one as well. What sort of decor have you got? Are you traditional? Perhaps then you have got a bit of a more classic leaning. Are you a bit more rock chick? Are you a bit more avant-garde, natural, clean, minimalist lines? What sort of decor are you drawn to in your home? Is it how you really want it? Does that reflect who you are? All these are clues to your identity, your style identity and your taste, your personal taste. And this is really important because it helps to shut out all the noise that we have around us. Any normal person would feel overwhelmed looking for clothes with all the choice. It's absolutely bamboozling. It really is. I mean, I, you know, I do this as a living and I get bamboozled. So, you know, it's, that's why it's just so crucial to work this all out. So always a long intro from me. You know what I'm like. I waffle on a bit. My mind sort of goes off in different directions. I guess I've got a creative mind, but the start of a new season, it's a great time to reflect on where you are with your style and perhaps what changes you want to make. So has your style, obviously, because we've been in the pandemic, been a bit scruffy, you'd like to upgrade it, you'd like to look a bit more polished, a bit more pulled together. How are you going to achieve that? So I've pulled together my top seven items that I have in my wardrobe that give me a really good elevated casual wardrobe. So I'm not talking workwear. I'm talking, unless you work in a really casual environment or you work from home quite a lot, I'm talking about the hardworking pieces that I'm buying this autumn, winter to make my wardrobe work. My style personality is relaxed, natural with edge. Sometimes it's relaxed, natural 70s because I'm influenced by the 1970s and I love that colour palette and those sorts of looks, particularly at the moment as well, because there's a bit of a 70s revival going on. So that this is another way to sort of hone in on what works for you, is to find three words that really describe your style and how you want to dress. So these clothes fit my style and my three words. You might have a different version of these things, but I believe these things work in everyone's wardrobe without being a boring one-size-fits-all capsule wardrobe guide that just recommends classic pieces because we're not all classic right I think I've made my point so I'm going to run through so number one 
is to have a winter day dress. So I often say, if in doubt, wear a dress. So if you've got some kind of work drinks event or you're going to Sunday lunch or you're going to the in-laws or you're meeting friends for drinks, a dress is just a brilliant thing to have in your wardrobe to throw on. It's just throw it on and you're done. I like to wear a winter day dress or winter dress with chunky boots. You might like to wear them with long knee length boots underneath or ballet flats even which have made a huge huge comeback this season so a winter dress is basically a dress with sleeves because when it's cold you need to have your sleeves it's actually freakishly warm here in london at the moment very unseasonal but i did buy a really nice frilled cord dress so cord again is a huge trend this season there's lots of cord around this is influenced by this 70s revival that's still going on I bought it at White Feather Boutique, which is local to me here in South London, and it's by my favourite brand, Baum and Furtgarden, which is a Danish brand, and apologies if I've spelt that wrong, but it's sort of like a take on a vampire's wife dress. I don't particularly like pattern. It's not something I'm drawn to very often. I occasionally will wear a pattern. I find that patterns bore me really quickly, and so if I buy things with pattern which also can date really quickly as well. If I buy things with pattern, I go off them. So I prefer to go for plain things. So I got a really nice plain pale blue cord dress that is just shy of a maxi dress and I wear that with chunky boots. Now, if you would like to see any of these items I'm suggesting on the podcast today, you just need to head to my blog. They are all on there. Lisa at Lisa Gilby, sorry, that's my email address. Lisa Gilby Style is my, lisagilbystyle.com is my website. So go and check out these pieces I'm suggesting today on the blog. But I suggest getting a winter dress, a long sleeve dress, because I think that's going to work really hard in your wardrobe. And you know how I feel about pattern. If you love pattern, go for pattern. Me and Emma have got some really nice pattern dresses at the moment. I also recommend Wise, W-Y-S-E, Wise London. A lot of people wearing Wise London at the moment, so it's, it's you know, if you want to be a bit more unique, obviously there's Rixo London as well. If you want to be a bit more unique, then have a look on ASOS maybe, depending on your budget, Netta Porter, those sorts of places, and get a nice maxi length or midi length long sleeve winter dress. Number two, jeans. One of the hardest things to buy. People struggle with jeans. Now we know at the moment, skinny jeans are not particularly in vogue they're not particularly on trend i say if you really suit them and love them of course carry on wearing them you know if you want to be a bit more modern then go for a high-waisted pair in a straight cut or flared or boot cut personally i'm loving wearing flares at the moment again it's one of my three words 70s so i got a pair of flares from another local boutique and they are by a French brand called Cessun, which is S-E-S-S-U-N. And they are sort of washed black flared jeans that you can see on my Instagram at Lee Gilby Stylist. That's L-I-S-E-G-I-L-L-B-E at Lee Gilby Stylist on Instagram. And they are washed black flares. I'm, I've been wearing those on repeat. I also believe that if you want a straight cut jean that Levi's classic 501s are a really good place to go so what jeans should you 
buy. You should buy jeans that flatter your body, that you feel good in. If you want to be modern, go for a straight cut or a culotte even, so a completely wide leg or a flare. The 90s jeans are really back in at the moment as well, so high-waisted, really super baggy. I quite like that look. I think that looks cool. And people are wearing those with a fitted boot clay, sort of Chanel-esque inspired jacket to make it a bit more now rather than actual 90s and chunky gold jewellery. And that's a really good look. I've got this on my blog, an example of that. Go for those if you want to. Or I would say, you know, Zara do pretty good straight cut jeans as well. Think about your body shape. If you are pear shape, you're probably not going to suit the flares, to be honest. If you're hourglass, you will. If you're apple shape, flares, a slight boot cut should be good for you. So a little boot cut or kick flare, just a small kick flare, flare, I'll get my words out, will be good for you if you're an apple shape. Straight cut are also called the mom jeans, M-O-M, and they don't suit everyone. My husband hates them. When I wear them, he just, he can't stand them. They're very high-waisted, but I think they look really nice, and I quite like them quite cropped as well, and worn with a pair of ballet flats, or ankle boots, or with a pair of loafers. So check out my suggestions on my blog to see what I've suggested there and make sure they suit your body shape so you feel really confident in them. Number three, have a couple of knits or jumpers. Do your jumpers need updating? Do your Does your knitwear need updating this year? Is it all looking bobbly and dated? Do the colours suit you? Have a look. I find that thin knits are really wearable and useful because our climate here in the UK is so unpredictable. I mean, you know, we're at the end of October now and it's about 21 degrees. It's really warm. So I like I don't like to go in and out of shops when I'm working with my clients or whatever feeling really hot and bothered. So I tend to have a few thin knits and whistles are quite good for thin knits in lots of different colors. They do the Annie sparkle knit that has silver thread running through it in various colors. So you can get one that really suits your skin tone. If you want one that's going to work hard, go for a navy blue one because that suits practically everyone. Uh, I also really like the Bella Freud knits. So they're a bit classic with 1970 on. Be- they've become a real cult item. They're quite expensive, super cool. The red one is the classic or the black one. For a cosier knit, if you're living in a colder climate or for when it gets much colder, an oversized cashmere polar neck is going to help you to look polished and pulled together. And they look great warm with leather trousers, which is going to be one of my other suggestions in a minute. So number four in my rundown of autumn essentials for your wardrobe is to have a couple of nice tops. Tops are quite hard to find. I find that's a bit random. In the summer, you can find nice tops. There are tops everywhere. At the moment, there are knits everywhere. But I don't want to wear a knit all the time because I get hot. I want to wear a nice t-shirt. So I've mentioned this brand on the podcast before. If you want something fun, if you've got my kind of style and you're less classic, you like a bit of edge in your wardrobe and a bit of fun and sparkle, go for Disco Kids. And that is spelled D-I-S-K-O, Disco Kids. And they do t-shirts with disco written on, but spelt correctly, D-I-S-C-O, um, it black with gold or lots of different colours 
They have lots of music-inspired t-shirts that are loads of fun, especially as we're coming up to the party season now. So that would be my recommendation for t-shirts. Um, for nice kind of smart blouses and things, I would go for Me and M. And I absolutely love Cezanne, the French brand, for tops as well, because they do such an array, all the different colours, really pretty blouses. I find that if I wear a pair of jeans, but I put on a, a blouse, I just look a bit more instantly elevated. I think that's quite a good trick. You know, some days if I'm wearing a t-shirt, I do feel a bit scruffy. So I like to feel a bit more pulled together and polished. Then I will throw on a pretty feminine blouse. So one with maybe big sleeves, puff sleeves, something like that. So Cezanne is a very good place to look for those and for more formal blouses for work, or if you're just a bit more of a formal person, then look at me and M for their tops as well. And then we've got Disco Kids for the fun kind of weekend party t-shirts. Number five is to have a pair of faux leather or real leather trousers. Now I've noticed a lot of brands now calling faux leather vegan, presumably in order to charge more money for them. Am I being really cynical? But are they vegan or are they just faux leather? Anyway, if you haven't got the budget for real leather or you don't want to buy real leather, faux leather is a really, really good choice. They're a good investment and they make you look luxe, expensive, pulled together. You know, even the, the faux leather ones do because you can't always tell that they're not real leather. And it's just, you know, it's a look. I quite like the slightly cropped ones. So if you wear an ankle boot under those when it's colder, just make sure the top of your ankle boot is underneath the trouser so there's no gap between the trouser and the boot with leg popping out because that looks that doesn't look quite right. So it looks a lot nicer if your ankle boot comes up underneath the crop leather trouser. A good ankle boot to have for that kind of look is a sock boot because they hug the ankle, which is flattering, and sometimes they can tend to go up quite high. So for leather trousers, I'm recommending Jigsaw. Check out my blog. It's all on there. Um, for sock boots, I'm recommending and other stories. And for faux leather trousers, I'm recommending Zara. And for uh, plus size, I'm recommending Abercrombie and Fitch for faux leather trousers. They do a lot more sizes there. As we all know, Zara's not great for sizing, but it is good for small medium and large faux leather trousers it's just it looks nice with ankle boots and with like a cashmere roll neck it would look nice as well if you wore that with the disco t-shirt that i just recommended from disco kids or the 1970 bella freud jumper so whenever i pull together my rundowns like this i'm aiming to get things that are going to work hard but also work hard together as well so if you're more of a classic person, this faux leather or this, these leather pants will work for you, maybe with a blazer or maybe with a Breton stripe or more of a simple jumper, just the simple cashmere roll neck. If you don't like roll necks, just go for a simple cashmere jumper. I mean, that's just a really simple outfit, but it's really elevated and it's polished. And a lot of people could wear that to work as well. Number six, knee-high boots. I've talked already about the 70s revival trend that's still going on now it's been going on for quite some time 
and I'm really drawn to it because I really like the palette that they use and I love suede A-line skirts, I love suede long jackets, stock in your size. Also there's an influencer called Erica Davis who has done a line with John Lewis. She used to live around the corner from me here actually in West Norwood and I think she's moved out to the country. She does homes and interiors, you can follow her on Instagram. She's designed a range of wide calf boots for women and they sell like hotcakes, let me tell you. You really need to get on a waiting list, which I think you can do on John Lewis's website. A lot of the stuff that she designs isn't available in store, it's just online. So go and check out Erica Davis's range of boots at John Lewis. She's also done some fashion as well. So knee-high boots, great underdresses, great under midi skirts, you know, maxi skirts. I think they're a really, really versatile, handy piece, particularly at this time of year. They're elegant, they're polished, they're pulled together. They're a bit sexy. If you can go for a heel, go for it. Sadly, I can't. I really wish I could. But if you can do a heel, that looks even nicer. I mean, that just really does push it from an eight to a 10, an outfit. If you can do a heeled boot, it's really, really good. Number seven, my final suggestion is a chunky boot. Now I'm always in flats because I'm running around the shops with my clients. It makes sense and I can't do heels. It hurts my back, sadly. So I've always got a chunky boot. The first pair of chunky boots I fell in love with were Dr. Martin Chelsea boots when I was 16. I still love Chelsea boots. If you're more classic, go for a classic Chelsea boot. If you're more edgy, go for the Dr. Martin one. In the shops at the moment are chunky track sole boots, really big soles on these boots. They look great with really feminine outfits. So, you know, juxtaposition is something that I love in an outfit. Wearing high with low, wearing glam with casual, wearing formal with casual. So wearing a tailored jacket with a really, really pretty skirt and then some chunky boots. It's mixing the unexpected up. It's what creates a really exciting, interesting outfit. And it's good to have that sort of balance in an outfit as well. So like I was saying right at the beginning of this podcast this week is that there's a, just a lot of the same old stuff on Instagram and around at the moment, which is tailored baggy trousers, an oversized blazer, a pair of loafers, yawn, yawn, yawn. I know I keep saying that, but it's just all so plain and so classic. So I just, you know, I would wear maybe the tailored trousers with a pair of glitter boots or I don't know, a glittery top something. I would just throw in something in the mix. It just made it a bit more me and a bit more interesting. So definitely a pair of chunky boots. If you're not into chunky boots, just go for a normal pair of ankle boots. They'll be really handy anyway. But when the weather changes, it gets a bit slippery. I want to be stomping around in my big chunky boots. I'm wearing Dr. Martins today at the moment. The lace-up ones though, not Chelsea boots, the classic Dr. Martins. Took me, no word of a lie, about eight weeks to break these in and I was wearing them every day, wearing them walking everywhere. It was painful. I had a lot of plasters. You know, if you're going to get Dr. Martins, just be prepared. Don't give up. Break them in um, and when you do, you'll be bouncing around on those rubber soles like nobody's business. So now I shop with my clients. I do around 17,000 steps a day. I'm in my DMs and I'm, you know, it's like wearing slippers now, but it took me a while to get there. But I love this 
wardrobe item because I feel that it fits in nicely into my existing wardrobe. It suits my lifestyle, which is really, really important. And it helps me to create outfits that fit my three words, that fit my style personality and that fit my identity. So ignoring all the other things, ignoring loafers for me because it doesn't fit my style personality. They're preppy. I'm more of a chunky boot person. I'm not preppy and I'm not classic. What are your three words? What do you need in your wardrobe to help you to pull together outfits that really speak to your style identity? So I hope you enjoyed that. I pulled together my seven suggestions, things that are going to work hard in your wardrobe that work together. And I've told you about different versions of each as I've gone along. So I hope that was useful. Now, this week, I want to talk to you about, before I end the podcast, working with me in person. If you'd like to work with me in person, I have got a couple of slots left in November. So get in touch, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. I start with a wardrobe edit and I take you shopping. I will help you find your three words, your style personality, your style essence. I will make sure that your wardrobe works for you brilliantly. I will get rid of everything that doesn't work, anything dated, anything that doesn't fit right. I will create an online virtual wardrobe for you. I will find all the right clothes for you. This is for you if you are a busy professional, if you are at a crossroads with your style, if you're too busy to do it yourself, if you would just like some help outsourcing it. The people I tend to work with are busy professionals. They're brilliant at what they do. They know they could do with a bit of help with their wardrobe. They are experts at what they do. They appreciate and and respect that I'm an expert at what I do. And so they hire me to help them to sort it out. If you think that sounds good and something that you'd love, do get in touch, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. I would love to help. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please do subscribe so you know when the next one is released and leave me a review. And remember that this episode today is accompanied by a blog where you can see all the pieces I'm suggesting on here that are in the shops right now. And that is on my website, lisagilbystyle.com. If you want to work with me in person, drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. If you're outside the UK, I can work with you online as well. Take care and I'll see you next time.